This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. How's everybody doing? Everybody having a good time? Thank you all so much for coming out today for our second house party. Hopefully everyone enjoyed a tasty burger from Carl's Jr. and Hardee's. Big thank you to them for making this all possible. Uh, just so I can like get, start off GameScoop in the right frame of mind, let me introduce my, my guests, because that's what I'm, I'm used to. There's a little... There's a, a phrase that I'm used to saying. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN GameScoop. I'm your host, Damon Hadfield. Joining me today, Jared Petty. Scoop! Justin Davis. Scoop! Brian Altano. We've got a great show for you today. We're going to be talking about Game of the Year Watch. Yeah. It's about that time of year. Wow. That was weird. Yeah. A lot of people don't want there to be a game of this year. (laughs) We'll be playing some uh, video game Who Am I? Oh, pressure. Yeah. I've been terrified of this all week. No, it's going to be good. <laughs> yeah, it's super spooky. Uh, but first, let's, let's, let's quickly recap the, the week in video game news. Uh, Nintendo resurfaced this week. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> Shared some news that people are obviously excited about. Yeah. Well, what do you guys think about <laughs> Cloud Strife coming to Smash Brothers? Moderately excited. Uh, they, they, they seem pretty into it. I, you know, the original spiky-haired, angsty hero, uh, mm. now jumping around with Mario and Star Fox characters. I, it, it makes a lot of sense for them from a business perspective. It ought to be a lot of fun to play around with him. Um, you know, if you're between a certain age, Cloud's a really important part of your console gaming life. What, are, the, what are those so, ages? I think, uh, I think somewhere between about, I don't know, if you were 11 in 1997, and I'm bad at math, 
So what's that? Like, uh, no one knows. No one There's knows. There's no way to know. find out. But if you were 11 in 1997, no one knows. No one understands the calculus. Anyway, yeah, that's fun. More Smash Brothers characters. Yay, Smash Brothers is great. No, I mean, I think it's awesome. Like, it really opens the door for it. Like, Ryu did this to a lesser extent. And yeah. now that Cloud is there, it's like, it, dude, like, anyone could be next. Like, they started with very. It could various, be you. It could be you. It could be you. It started with, like, you know, Mega Man and Pac Man and Sonic yeah. and characters that sort of feel like well, they fit into the Mario. Yeah. They didn't start I feel start like it with started with, with Snake, right? Snake. Right, yeah, right, right, right. But I mean, like, now, like, I feel like the door is wide open for, like, I, nothing would surprise me anymore after Cloud. Like, anyone that any character, anyone loves. They could um, be like, Arrow the Acrobat. Done. He's in Smash Bros. Bubsy. Well, Bubsy. I, saw, <laughs> I saw a lot of Gex people. the Gecko. A lot of people got mad at this because, like, Final Fantasy is, or Final Fantasy VII specifically is not a historically a PlayStation franchise. Right. But it's kind of like when people Nintendo got mad, franchise. yeah, or a Nintendo franchise. Right. But it's like when people got mad at like Kylo Ren's lightsaber for like, yeah, that's not how lightsabers work. And it's like, well, Chewbacca's not how bears work. <laughs> no, I mean, the only like, you can have something weird. You can do like Smash yeah. Brothers is this awesome mixtape right. where things from all over the place come together, and that's what makes it fun. Like, lo- drop your console allegiance and just be happy that all of these things are coming together to beat the hell out of each other. Yeah, the That's only person who should be upset about this is, is, uh, is Yama Uchi, who's probably digging through his coffin like in some Japanese cemetery in rage, but everybody Ooh. else is... Yama Uchi. Uh, sounds, old, like, sounds like a Japanese horror film. No, the old head of Nintendo from the Square Nintendo oh, few okay, days. Sorry. I'm old. I'll stop talking. We Jared, that guy didn't even play video games. But like, Smash was always a celebration of Nintendo, right? Yeah. And now it's becoming more and more a celebration of video games, yeah. which I think is great. And when Smash 4 came out, I'm kind of like, that's it. They can't go any farther. They've made kind of the ultimate Smash game. But now I'm kind of thinking maybe I would like to see one more that really threw the door wide open and just mm-hmm. make it a giant celebration of everything that makes games Get awesome. Get Master Chief. Man in there. I want to see Master Chief in That's there. it. Yeah, for sure. Yep, I'm, t- I'm totally in on that. That sounds awesome. Yeah. And hero compilation video games can be a lot of fun. They've done it before. You think about something like what Konami did with YY or some of the old Shonen Jump games. Whoa, 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 whoa. Does, does anyone in the audience know what YY is? Nope. I don't either. <laughs> and I'll stop talking. No. <laughs> I love that the, no, the nope in the nope. audience was louder than any cheer we would have ever gotten. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, a YY was a, a collection. You know, you could have Simon Belmont and Mikey from the Goonies in the same video game. Uh, At last. Now I, want, <laughs> now I want to play that. Yeah. Y'all remember that PlayStation All-Stars? Uh, yeah. yeah. I try not to. You try. Uh, it sounds like they got some fans out here. Damon, play I remember YY. that game like I remember the Doom movie. <laughs> I found the soundtrack yeah. for that movie at a Goodwill the other day. Did you buy it? Like yeah, on, really? on CD? Or yeah, or like on, on a CD. Vinyl? On a CD, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, and then I gave it to McCaffrey. Ryan McCaffrey, everybody, host of Podcast Unlocked. <laughs> now, some people think this news about Cloud being in Smash Brothers is confirmation that the Final Fantasy VII remake is coming to Wii U. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's maybe a leap, but I mean, it's obviously a sign that Square Enix is willing to play ball with Nintendo, right? Sure. Like, they're uh, on friendly terms and willing to cross over. I, I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, uh, is it confirmation? No, of course not. But no, it does show that uh, they're definitely talking to each other. As a yeah. longtime hardcore Nintendo fan, uh, this is obvious proof that we are fully capable of making giant leaps in logic. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's okay. I mean, yeah. it's, it's good to expect the best and kind of hope the worst doesn't happen. But, uh, you know, Square and Nintendo have a weird long relationship. Yeah. Uh, we've gotten things like Crystal Chronicles. Yep. Yeah. Crystal Chronicles. Final so Fantasy, maybe we'll get you know, one, one through six. Yep. Uh, 
And, but I do think it makes more sense maybe uh, for NX. I mean, there, there's not a lot of reason for them to keep throwing support at Wii U if they're launching new hardware next year. So I, I think that that's a much more realistic place to look maybe than the Wii U. Yeah. All right, also this week, Nintendo confirmed the next Zelda is coming next year and coming to Wii U. Yep. People are happy about that? Just <laughs> one guy. Here we go. We got one standing clap. <laughs> Which is actually the same sound as a regular clap. I wish there was a louder noise that standing claps made. <laughs> it's like, it goes up in volume. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, Zelda on Wii U looks incredible. I love the art style. I love mm -hmm. how it's kind of halfway in between Twilight Princess and Wind Waker to even even greater degree than Skyward Sword mm -hmm. was. Um, looks absolutely gorgeous. I don't want that game on my Wii U. Uh, oh. I, hope, I hope they do the same thing they did with Twilight Princess where uh, it comes out on both consoles. Sure. I, I don't care what it comes out on as long as it plays as well as it looks like it's going to. It's a Nintendo game. It's going to be marvelously engineered. That's what they do. Whatever hardware it comes out on, it's going to work wonderfully on. And it is beautiful, just like Justin said. I, it's a Zelda game. And one or two minor deviations aside, that means it's going to be one of the best things to come out that year. No, I mean, the worst Zelda game is still better than, you know, many other franchises that are beloved by people. Yeah. But Justin, the NX is supposed to have industry-leading chips. <laughs> Yeah. So what I'm saying is I don't, I don't see how it can be on both platforms. Well, I don't know. I guess we'll just... To... <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, Damon. I just want, I just want it on an I just want what I want. The yeah. pack-in is, is, not, is not a disc. It's just a pack of barbecue lays at this point. That's what you get. That Sounds wasn't funny. Uh, finally this week, Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow. Wow. Coming in 3DS Virtual Console. <laughs> These guys are excited. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, get I've, hyped. I've never been a Pokemon guy, right? Like, I, I just, wow. I missed it by a couple of years. Um, but there was a certain, there was like a pocket of people in the office that when that news was announced, they just lost their minds. I don't know if Callie's yeah. still here anyway. Um, but like, Callie and Miranda yeah. and a yeah. few other people were incredibly excited. Um, yeah. I don't know, like, it's cool. Everything old is new again, and it's cool to see that nothing goes away forever, and kind of whatever you're into, um, you know, you can kind of expect to get to relive that at some point in your life. Yeah. Well, I think like from a, from a, not to get really nerdy about this, but from no, like do a, it, man. let's do it, from a, like a video game preservationist standpoint, like we see a lot of games come and go and then disappear forever. Games are sort of living, breathing worlds now, and to watch things disappear for a long time yeah. kind of sucks. So it's cool to say, like, here's an old Game Boy game and Game Boy Color games that can come back and have a second life. Yeah. Um, instead of just dying on a console or on a system that needed four AA batteries in the back of your parents' car on a road trip. Sure. Yeah. Which is legally the only way to play that game. And that's something that <laughs> Nintendo has not done a great job of wrapping context around their things, but their virtual console products have been super solid. The emulation is fantastic. Had been since the original Wii. And so you know this is going to work well. You know it's going to have most of the features you want it to. And it, it, it is... Pokemon's a marvelously strong mechanical RPG. There's not a lot of story, but it, it is... Really, just they kind of nailed that obsessive-compulsive formula to try one more thing, capture one more thing, go just a little bit further. It's almost like a 4X game in that regard. What Those, do you mean there's no story? Well, I, there is a story, but who cares? Oh, there's a boy whose parents, I think, are going through a divorce. <laughs> and he uses his friend, who's a rat, to fight other animals that live in... High grass. Although you actually, you, you only get the what rat. What a great story! Come on, yeah. knocked it out the park. That lightning rat everybody loves. <laughs> yeah. hmm. 
Oh, we're done talking about that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, I could have gone for another 20 minutes. I spared you all. This is really weird because when we're sitting in the studio, we can all see each other, but now it's just like... Yeah, it's harder for me to like see Brian out there. Yeah. Are you doing, are you, Brian, are you doing okay? I'm doing great. How are you, Damon? I'm doing, I'm doing it's great It's always well. good to do this with you. You know, outside of Nintendo's announcements this week, there were two pretty big games released this week. Fallout 4 and Rise of the Tomb Raider. Yeah. So, who, who's playing Fallout 4? Who's playing Tomb Raider? Okay. Slightly less, but I think they're both really, really awesome games. Uh, and we're getting around that time of the year uh, where, man, what's left? Battlefront is still left. Uh, uh, Just Cause 3. Just Cause 3 is still left to come out, but Rainbow we're almost... Six. Yeah, Rainbow Six. It's, uh, you know, Barbie and her started. sisters. Yep. Which one? Barbie and her sisters. Barbie and her sisters, yeah. <laughs> who are, who are Barbie's on. sisters? <laughs> I, I don't know their names. Skipper. <laughs> Skipper is Barbie's sister. We're just, we're getting to that time of year where it's time to talk about Game of the Year. No, wait, no, Skipper's her pal. Cricket's her sister. Cricket. <laughs> okay, anyway. So I think it's time to check in with Game of the Year Watch. So let's, uh, maybe we'll start the discussion since I'm the host of this show. <laughs> What I think is probably my favorite game of the year, this game called Metal Gear Solid V, The Phantom Pain. Give it up. Yeah, that one. Uh, yeah, I've been, I've been spending a lot of time with Fallout 4 and Rise of the Tomb Raider this week. I like those games a lot, but I don't know that I'm enjoying them more than I was Metal Gear Solid V. What was it about it, Damon? I mean, what grabbed you about it? So I'm, I wasn't even a Metal Gear guy yeah. before this. I'm, I was actually I'm the same exact boat as you. Surprising. Uh, you know, the story is always, it's very confusing to me. <laughs> But the gameplay is so perfect. It's like the perfectly satisfying gameplay loop. Yep. You know, go out, go out on your mission, sneak around, complete your objective, helicopter out, go back to your base, build some stuff for your base, and, you know, upgrade your equipment, then go do it all again. And I just do that over and over and over again. And I hear Justin complain about that a little bit. Like that, what, you know, you got tired of that after a while, but I'm still not tired of it. I love doing that gameplay loop just over well, and over again. It's, there's something fascinating about the conversations that we get to have as a panel and as an audience and as a collective about our medium versus sort of what like the Academy gets to do at the end of the year of like movies, yeah. where they're like, well, this movie was about you know a handicapped boy that lived on a roof for six years and he, <laughs> he finally lived on a roof. found his they father. They call them roof boy. But ours is like a guy with with goat ears or like, you know, yeah, devil horns, got yeah. horn, yeah. ran in and started duct taping balloons to a bunch of woodland animals. <laughs> and he fought things in the desert for long enough to be so confused that ghosts showed up and he shot at them. <laughs> but if he was really good at it, he sent a bunch of mines and minerals and ores back to his friends that it, if he punched them in the face enough times, they got cooler with him yeah. and they did cool favors for him. And we're like, Game of the year. Yeah. How awesome <laughs> is that? I think that should be the Wikipedia yeah. plot description yeah, of the that, game. That's no, in the back I'm, of the box. Yeah, I mean, I'm totally in the same boat with you. Metal Gear was a fantastic experience. I don't know, I, like, the more you put into it, the more you get back, which I really yeah. understand how much it respects my time. I think that's an important thing to do in this day and age in terms of how many games there are. Uh, same boat as you, I was never a big Metal Gear guy. It yeah. always was so obtuse and kind of confused me. But Metal Gear Solid V grabbed me, pulled me in. I, it took 55 hours of my life Jesus. during one of the most important Jesus. years of my life. <laughs> I turned 34 this year. You got married this year. I got married last year. This year was like, 
No, do you get married the year before, the year after? You can do whatever you want. That's true. The first year of that is just kind of like, I can play all the games I want. So Metal Gear was perfect for that. Uh, I mean, we, and like, I'm glad we're here. I'm, I'm not as enamored with Metal Gear, and I want to clarify that that's like, that's like when I'm talking about not loving it, that's in like game of the year terms, right? Like sure. it's still a game that I spent a couple dozen hours with and love. Um, I would probably say it's great. Like I'd be in the eights somewhere would be my personal score. So it's still really, really good, but I, I thought it was too long. It was too much, too big. Um, I didn't think the gameplay loop justified like the amount of times that they made you go through it. I felt like it was repeating itself too often. I can see that. The sense yeah. of scale is part of what I enjoyed about it. I, I do get that some of it's repetitive. I mean, fundamentally, you're going and finding a dot on a map, bringing it out. But I never got tired of doing yeah. that. The reuse of locations. Uh, I that didn't, didn't bother me either. I, when I come back, I'm like, oh, I remember this place. Right. <laughs> yeah. Plus, you can go in from a different angle every time, sure. try something new every time, and you have new equipment every time you go back. So I, I appreciated that about it. I also like the fact that there's kind of almost like an XCOM thing going on. Going that base management end of it. That's true. That's incredible. Super addictive. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, Fulton everything. Yeah, yeah. Just take it all back, and then I've got a petting zoo there, mm -hmm. and I can go pet things in my petting zoo. Yeah. And I can recruit dudes. And now, and I didn't. And I didn't care. The story made absolutely no sense. I heard. Yeah. I've heard a lot of apologists for the story. It's it's just dumb, man. Yeah, dumb. It's, it's but I didn't care. I didn't no, care at all. I didn't care either. I mean, I actually, uh, uh, what I like about Metal Gear is I play a lot of video games, and I like Metal Gear because it showed me something different. Like, I've never played anything quite like it. Like, it cribs little bits of pieces from Far Cry and previous yeah. Metal Gear games, but, yeah. but that experience feels like I love The Witcher 3, I'm loving Fallout, but, but I've played something like that before, and Metal Gear is doing, it's very much doing its own thing, and I do appreciate it for that, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I love the totally zany sense of humor that has, I think the yep. buddy system is really interesting. Yep. Use the buddy system, yep. everybody. Always. Uh, okay, that's uh, the case for Metal Gear Solid Five. Uh, what about this game? Have you guys heard of this game, The Witcher 3? Yeah. yeah. No. There's a mighty fine video game, Damon. Yeah. Uh, uh, colorful, uh, very few games that are set in the wild look like that. Most of them, you know, when, you, when you're trying to do something in nature, it ends up becoming gray and brown. Witcher looks like it's, it's painted almost in pastels. It, it's, I've never seen a game that manages to look both realistic and bright the way Witcher does. Mm -hmm. And to create a huge world that way where nothing seems repetitive or boring, but you're just like, hmm, when I come over this hill, it's going to be another new Vista-like painting. I mean, right there, it's wonderful. The music's great. So you've got a great backdrop. You've got terrific voice acting, which I don't think the game got enough credit for. Yeah. There's a lot of voice acting in that game. Lots of minor characters. They all have something to say. And it's pretty much rock solid all the way through. You, you've got Gwent, which was a nifty idea for yeah. a tavern card game yeah. there. And then you have, a again, a very solid mechanical loop where, you know, yeah, Okay, you're mostly just hunting guys or fighting big monsters, you're but they're straight witching. Yeah, you're just straight witching. witching. <laughs> the monster's design is—I I mean, it, it's—it's it's like Monster Hunter with without the kind of slow-paced strategic uh, approach. It's a more actiony Monster Hunter. I, it, really, that game is is darn near perfect. I mean, what I like most about Witcher 3 was uh, it's, it's similar to Skyrim in the sense open world fantasy game explorer, but you are a character separate from yourself. You're this guy Geralt and so that sort of gave me the opportunity yeah, right. like I was a dick in Witcher 3. I'm like yo, you're a peasant, but you gotta pay me. I gotta get paid. <laughs> and I would never do that in like Skyrim. I'm very much like a white you? knight. Yeah. Um, but since you're this other person I was able to role play as a character in the world and like that little detail actually made me enjoy it a lot more uh, than, uh, than a typical Bethesda game, for example. Yeah. Brian, what was your experience with it? Wasn't crazy about it. Yeah? Yeah, it didn't grab me. I'm not super into high fantasy. Mm. Like, I want high fantasy to go just absurd enough where it's too over the top and I don't understand it anymore, and then I fall <laughs> in love with it again. 
You're more yeah, I'm weird. I mean, I, I'm sorry. No, but no. I think, like, I, uh, well, the reason I'm making that face is because I consider Witcher almost more like low fantasy. Like, uh -huh. it's dirty and grimy, and there is kind of magic in the world, but I yeah. don't feel like it's, you know, there's not, like, wizards running around. Yeah, it's not a Lords of the Ringsy thing. It's not like, again, we must go to the volcano yeah. and defeat the Lord Morgoth or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, no, yeah. but I, no, you're right. I, and there was, uh, to me, that was, there was some of that where sure. it's just like, uh, you know, it's all pig Latin to an extent. Mm -hmm. But I, I will say that it was absolutely gorgeous. Like it yep. was a stunning, beautiful game, and I do respect what you guys were saying earlier about how, like, there there was an era where games like this were all brown and kind of like chaotic and just subdued, and now they are refreshingly beautiful, yeah. and that's so important to keep that movement going. Uh, that sort of like sepia tone era is, I feel, dead sepia for games, tone, yeah. <laughs> and like when you when you pull it in now, it's sort of like a throwback. Yeah. But um, yeah, gorgeous game. It just didn't fully grab me the way a lot of the op other open world games did this year. I like, I, I respect it for being hard. I mean, that's not an easy game, actually. Like, if you wander off the beaten path, you are liable to get your ass kicked unless you're really, really good. Um, I, I like it for that. Uh, it's confidence in, like, its, uh, its mature approach to storytelling. It's very mm -hmm. confident in the story yeah. it's telling. It's confident in its game design, you know, allowing sort of people to lose and die and have to try again. Yeah, um, so we talk about how the nonsense story in Metal Gear. What about the story in The Witcher? I mean, it's... I like... I mean, I, I don't know. I like it. I, I, like, the, I like the central mystery. Like, mm -hmm. I like the conceit of, like, you know, you're hunting for Siri and sort of how that all plays out. I'm actually not through it yet. I haven't gotten through the whole thing. Yeah, so. I didn't think it was a zany... I mean, Metal Gear, a guy throws a flaming whale at you, and then you're yeah. two people at once, mm -hmm. and... It's insane. Yeah, Spoiler. all of that. <laughs> yeah. on, which I, I, almost... I mean, the story, while it was pretty good, and the conversation trees are especially good, like, I feel like the localized stories are almost better than the overarching ones sometimes. Yeah, you gotta get sure. that lady or frying pan. Yeah, well, more than that, but... It almost felt like, since we didn't get a Legend of Zelda game this year, that that was the Legend of Zelda game I got. And it's a pretty hardcore Zelda game. Uh, it is, but, but mechanically, I don't think it's all that different. Mm. Witcher is, I haven't played Tomb Raider yet, so I hope you know, that I enjoy it as much as I did 2013's. Uh, Witcher is probably the game, that's my front runner for game of the year so far. Interesting. Yeah, even though I'm not, even though I keep getting sidetracked by other stuff. It's, it's another game that's probably too big. I don't know yep. that it's like gameplay loop supports, you know, 100 hours plus of gameplay. Mm. Like, it might be stronger if it were shorter. What about this game, this game, Bloodborne? <laughs> These are your people, Altano. My people right here. Altano's a big fan. Love this game. I love this game. And uh, this is my first sort of like Souls experience. My first time coming into a game that is uh, inherently brutally punishing. It's just mean. Yeah, just like a, a game that just really kicks. It's sort of like when C-3PO and R2-D2 show up to the bar in Tatooine and they're just like, go outside. <laughs> like, they kick you out immediately, but there's a way to kind of weave your way back into the story. Bloodborne immediately kills you. And this is what it does. It just beats the hell out of you in front of all your friends and all this new world you're in. You buy a $60 game, you walk into this beautiful uh, city, and all of a sudden, they just beat the hell out of you. And you go... Well, I'm done, yeah. and you walk away, but then you put the controller down and you go, you know what, F that. That's me censoring myself. <laughs> and then you come back in and you go, yeah, I'm gonna kick everything's ass in this game. That's me not censoring myself. And you start beating <laughs> things up, and you win, and you uh, start leveling up your uh, weapons and your systems, and all of a sudden you get really good at it. And you go from dying every minute to dying every three minutes, or five minutes, to 10 minutes, to 50 minutes, to I've been alive for an hour and I am a god. <laughs> and I am the best, oh damn it, I died again. Yeah. And I, I 
really love that. Like, that's a really great system of sort of like bringing you into the fold and letting you know that's going to be horrible, but you might be awesome someday. I don't know since Castlevania Symphony of the Night if anybody has hidden so much of their game story and content behind so much obfuscation. I mean, oh, you yeah. don't really get to the best, coolest parts of Bloodborne until you are deep in and you just have no clue it's there and they're like oh there's this whole other thing going on and it's no, so no, cool Jared, Jared, and I you were, love it you are so right like even the fact that you can't start leveling up your character until you die against the first boss once that you might never find because you're dying constantly <laughs> like that's a bad that's a bad system I don't want to call them out on that that's bad that's mean don't do that to people that is like an abusive <laughs> relationship but if you get to the point where you get through that it's kind of okay, and all of a sudden things start getting a little easier in a very hard, very lifelike kind of way. And then all the, like, just the, suddenly it's Lovecraftian. Yeah. Like, you're like, oh, and there's space, and like, what? And again, it, it, play this game, guys. It's, so, it's spoilers, we, we had this like meeting the other day about like the game of the year at IGN, and we started- It was messy. It was messy. Can we talk about this a little bit? A little yeah, bit. Let's get in there a little bit. So we, uh, we got a whole bunch of people in a room, we got like, Five, or it was like five or ten pizza boxes. Yep. Yeah. I don't know why I'm hung up on that number. But we started yelling at each other over like, what's the best story? What's the best gameplay? What's the best graphics? What's the best like visually, you know, sort of incredible moment of the year? And we got to Bloodborne, and Bloodborne's a really hard game to talk about because it's gorgeous and it's stunning, but it's so damn punishing that you want to get mad at it. Your gut reaction is to be furious at it. But it's actually achieving a lot, and while doing that, it's also kicking you in the face and saying, get the hell away from me. Yeah. Which kind of makes it enticing. It's like a really <laughs> beautiful woman at a bar who's darkly <laughs> disgusting inside. Who just kicks you in the face. Who just keeps pushing you away. No, but I there's mean, something there. I think there's something wonderful there. I'm not, I'm not a fan of the Souls games. I have, I have this much time to play games, and I, that's not what I want to spend it on. Right. Um, you know, I want to feel a feeling of success. Um, so I, I respect people that like them. They're not for me. What I do like about uh, Bloodborne is that that game is so, its style is just the like, when you look, cool. whenever you see a video or a screenshot of that game, it's immediately identifiable, ad identifiable as Bloodborne. It's doing its own thing. It's gorgeous. Um, it's got hats, top hats. All right, that brings us to this week's games. Let's talk about Fallout 4. Yay! Yeah. We've all been spending a lot of time with Fallout 4. Yep. And I think actually up here we have, we have mixed feelings about it. Uh, yeah, I, I love it. Uh, I've been drawn into it in a way even, I, I thought I'd enjoy it, but I've been drawn into it even more than I expected to. Um, it's, uh, I, I like the streamlining and the perk system. I thought it worked out well. I, I enjoyed the old skill-based thing, but I feel like with more of an <laughs> emphasis on run and gun in this one that that made a lot of sense. I, I don't feel like they, that they dumbed it down the way I did like something like Dragon Age 2. Instead, I thought like, it was just a perfect kind of progression that respects the fact that you still want to have a customizable character, but doesn't make it com a completely neurotic experience to level up. And I enjoyed that. The world is interesting. Uh, the story is fine, the side stories are Story's better, fine. the environment is amazing. I, I really just, I'm playing this game for writing a guide, and let me tell you, that can sometimes suck some of the joy out of a video game. I just wanna go home and play some more Fallout. 
uh, it's really, really good. I'm probably Justin, had my nose in this for a hundred and some hours now. Justin, how about you? Yeah, I mean, my feelings towards Fallout are kind of interesting because I keep saying, no, oh, it's not my game of the year. It's not my game of the year. And yet I can't stop playing it. So it's like, maybe I don't know my own heart. Like I keep coming back to it, insisting that I don't love it, but it's the only thing when I'm not playing it, I'm thinking about it. Um, I agree with Jared that I'm not as upset about the streamlining of systems because we have games like uh, Pillars of Eternity and Divinity Original Sin. Sure. Like, again, nothing goes away forever. And if you want that experience, you can have it. And Bethesda's choosing to go in a little bit different direction. Uh, I, I do play it run and gun. I think the shooter mechanics really work in a way they didn't in 3 in New Vegas. So, um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's buggier, and I don't want to give Bethesda a pass for that. Like, there's serious, real problems with how that game runs, at least on my copy on the PS4, um, like, you know, quest-stopping bugs and stuff like that. But, uh, I don't know, save often, save frequently. Um, you'll be all right. I think it's great. I like it. I like it more than I like 3 in New Vegas, for sure. Well, so now me, I've, I've spent 10, 12 hours with it, and I'm really enjoying it it's so far. I, I don't think I'm deep enough into it yet to have, like, fully formed mm -hmm. my opinion of it, but I am really, really enjoying it. Like, like Jared is saying, like, I would love to go home and, and, and play some more later tonight. But, yeah. Brian, what was your experience with the game? So, I think you, you actually kind of just really nailed it. Like, you, oh, there's thanks. this nailed it. really gorgeous, like, sense of discovery that happens there, but I don't feel like the reward is as high for that. Like, it actually, it feels like walking around San Francisco looking for $5. <laughs> like you might find five bucks if you're lucky or like you might find nothing. You might like just pull some garbage off the floor. Yeah. There's you a lot of that in the game. Crack. Yeah, you might find crack. And if you're a crackhead, that's your $5. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's that sense of like, which is like, it, it's, it's a gift and the curse for that game, right? Like it keeps you going because there's, it's like a, you see a guy on the beach with a metal detector like, he's really looking for not a lot, but when he finds his, like, kind of menial moment of treasure, like, his thing pings and makes a loud noise, and it's special, and it's amazing. And I think there's something kind of awesome about that, uh, and it's what is going to keep me coming back to this game to a certain extent, even if I have a love-hate relationship with it. There is a middle ground that this game rides very well. Mm. There are not a lot of highs, and there are not a lot of lows, but it does the middle really okay for probably a hundred hours if that's what you want. I feel, I feel the same about Fallout that I've said about Metal Gear and, uh, and Witcher, which I think it's another game that's probably too big. Like, you fight ghouls, you fight raiders, you fight maybe some of the factions, depending on how you go in the story. And like, and you fight them over and over and over yeah. and over and over again. And I don't know, like, this, like if I, like I kind of, in the first, I played it 35 hours or so. And for the first 20 hours, I would just walk into any random building that I found and just clear it out. But, but now I kind of know what I'm going to see in there. But this, like, feel, this feels like kind of a problem for our medium right now, though, is that we are catering games for people who only buy a few games a year sure. and people who want a, a, like a sort of multitude of experiences a year. Mm -hmm. And I feel like Fallout is perfect. Like I, every year I say, if there's one game you're going to buy this year, it's yeah. blank. Yeah. And last year it was probably GTA V. I was like, you're going to find everything you want in that game. And this year I would say Fallout, even if I'm not totally in love with it, because there's so much there. Yeah. But we're, there's this, we're sort of over-encumbered with open-world games, and I feel like every game needs to have so much in it right now that are we heading in a kind of dark path of making things that like are jack-of-all-trades, masters of none, instead of having highly focused experiences that are just awesome at telling one story? Sure. I mean, you get cool but, stuff like her story, too. Like, yeah. All that's there if you want it, too. So. If you want it. Yeah. If it's all there. Yeah. But conversely... Think about uh, Star Wars Battlefront. That is a much more focused experience, yes. and everyone complains about it. That there's no campaign. You just can't no win. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's 
That's a really good point, though, Dan. Yeah, Thank but you, I'm, I'm going to play Battlefront like I watch commercials or like the short between a Pixar movie yeah. or before a Pixar movie, where it's like, I want to dive into this thing for a few minutes at a time and then walk away and come back a few days later mm. and check it out again. Whereas, like, this is not my life. I do well, like, like Fallout, uh, Fallout and Metal Gear are both the same in the sense that they, people come into the office with stories about those games, um, you know, and just finding things and discovering things and weird things that happen to them in the wasteland and people they met that you'll never see again in like 200 hours. You might play 200 hours and never experience, never find yeah. power armor underwater or, you know, just other weird stuff. And so um, really, it's only a Bethesda game that can, uh, that can uh, like tweak that feeling for me. Or a Kojima game. Yeah. Now, Brian, am I correct that you are very much enjoying Rise of the Tomb Raider? Yeah. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? This game's <laughs> really good. And like, I feel like, you know, it's, a, it's an Xbox One exclusive, and that's going to hurt the game, because, like, you so, know, everyone can play Fallout, but, like, not, you know, if you only have a PS4, then you can't play Tomb Raider right now. It's yeah, this bad. is, like, it's a, weird, it's a weird thing to be, like, the best album of the year is only available on Spotify. You know, like, that's how it feels <laughs> with Tomb Raider. Yeah. Where it's, like, one of my favorite experiences playing a video game this year uh, came out the same day as the other really, not the other, the big game this year, like yeah. Fallout 4. Yeah. And it's only available on Xbox One and Xbox 360. Uh, and I feel like they've sort of buried this amazing experience under all of these like caveats, which is not entirely fair because it's so great. Look how beautiful so this fun. game is. It's mm-hmm. insane a, how beautiful yeah, this game is. It's, it's, it's so gorgeous. I'm a huge PlayStation guy. I'm a huge Uncharted guy. I feel like playing this game has really set this volley back and forth with the Naughty Dog team of sort of like, here's how you do that Indiana Jones video game thing, yeah. right? Here's how you get that like perfect mix of, here's a linear story-driven cinematic experience crossed with here's that character experience of like, I get to hang out in open world for a little while. Yeah, puzzle solving too. Puzzle solving, I'm constantly torn in this game between do I like go through the story and save my friend or fight this bad guy or do I just like hang out in this valley and shoot bobcats for yeah. now? <laughs> fight like, a bear. Yeah. And that's a really cool choice to have. Like it's very under, undermined. You know? Dude, that's, that's those bobcats. Yeah. Somebody you described it to me as a bunch of really interesting hubs yeah. full of yeah. things to do with little tunnels of Uncharted between them. That's exactly what I said. That's that really was me. Point. I was that, that someone. <laughs> that, was <laughs> that was me. We were, uh, hi. We, what? Oh, hi. That How you doing? Okay. <laughs> All right. We need, to, we, we need to move on, but there's still a few more games we need to talk about. What about Super Mario Maker? Uh, that's my favorite game this year. That's Jared's favorite game. Yeah, that's my favorite game this year. I, I love... Fins. The fans. Game creation software, especially accessible, easy-to-use game creation software, is a very rare thing. Nintendo finally found a way to make that Wii U pad useful, and they made something that is, you know, just the fact that you could sit there, move the pieces around, flip the backgrounds, change the look, change the enemies, press a button, and it just works instantly. No matter where you put that little guy, people have not done this often before, and they've never done it this well. It is the most accessible level creator in the history of video games, it's a feat of engineering on you know a console that's a quarter as powerful as its contemporaries, and yet works seamlessly. It is really, really good, and people are making amazing things with it every day. I, I love Super Mario Maker. It's it's such a special game. I feel like it's like it's in a smaller way. It's Nintendo's Minecraft. Like I've interviewed sure. um, game developers all over the place who I've asked them about this. That skinny and, Mario man. Yeah, it's a creepy dude. <laughs> Yeah, I really hate that lanky Mario, by the way, that weird, tall Mario man. 
But game developers for a very long time, especially in the 2D space, have been making games like this. And this is like, this software is exposed to us now. We can actually play with it. There's, there's really cool things happening here. I feel like their discoverability has been very difficult. Mm -hmm. Like them making, uh, them putting out a system where you can find cool levels has been the hardest part of Mario Maker. Yeah. It's so good. It's weird, right? It's not natural. I actually, <laughs> Mario Maker is one of the only games I like to watch more than I like to play. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'm with you on that, actually. Fairly regular basis, just look up, like IGN actually does really good videos about Mario Maker and some other websites, just watching people play through or like tour you through awesome levels. Um, but it's interesting that you say that because at least around launch, the most popular, the most popular levels were levels you couldn't play. Yeah, just yeah, like, like auto playing levels. And I thought that was a little like it's eh. great entertainment. It's great like like TV experience. Then uh, then yeah, it totally works. So I what, like Starcraft. What this game taught me above everything else is that it's really difficult to make a substantially difficult and fun Mario Maker. Oh, level. dude, yeah. Like, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, people can make these amazing mechanical levels, and people can make really cool tribute levels, but yeah. I think it's much harder than both of those, despite all the challenges they pose, to create a Mario-style level like that's an original really one. interesting. Uh, yeah. You see very few of those. I, I've been working on the same one for a month and a half. And really? I still, yeah, and I still don't feel like it's quite there yet. Yeah, because it'll never really get there. Like you'll always be off by a pixel on every jump. And I, that's yeah. really special to kind of empower the community with that power and then let them know that one day, using the skills you learn playing this game, you might make your own games. Like I really truly feel like the people who make video games 10 years from now or 15 years from now are gonna be like, well, so I started with Mario Maker yeah. and yeah, awesome. now I'm making now, you, Super Meat Boy 3D or whatever it is. You talk to old school. Bad video game pitch. Sorry, I fell, I fell <laughs> yeah. apart at the end there. Super Meat Boy 3D. <laughs> yeah. You talk to you talk to old school game developers, and a lot of them will cite old game construction sets on the C64 sure. as, as where they started. Yeah. So, so there's this game that I actually haven't played, but it's apparently pretty darn good. Anyone anyone in the audience played Tales from the Borderlands? Yeah. 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 It's up there in the discussion. People in the office that have played it just love it. I think, I think that's another series, like every Telltale series, it had its ups and downs, but then it finished so strong that it's like, people that were kind of like, eh, you know, I don't know, I'm kind of on the fence, are now like, yo, you gotta, you gotta play through this. Like, it ends on such a high note. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I have it, I have it, it's on my queue to play. Fantastic voice acting. I can't speak to um, it today, but yeah, we'll yeah, be checking that sure. out. And then there's this game that, there was a lot of hype for this game, but I don't know how much goodwill this game has today, this game Batman Arkham Knight. Mm. All right, people still like Batman Arkham Knight. I like I like this game a lot. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I, no. Weird reaction. I mean, I, <laughs> really? I, I like literally rolled up my sleeves as you said that <laughs> game saying. I really wanted this game to be the next big open world superhero game that just changed everything. Yeah. And made that genre special again. And I don't know if it fully delivered on that. I think, it's, I think it's more of a victim of hype. Like, uh, Batman Arkham Knight is an almost immaculate game. Like, it's fantastic and yeah. fun, and the combat's still really satisfying, and the puzzles are still actually really hard and good for, like, a big AAA game. You wouldn't expect them to work people's brain in the way they do. The Batmobile has some problems, in my opinion. Um, but 
but people's expectations were so high, right? And I, I feel like it's more about that. It's, it's more of a rebellion against that than it is a, in, like an a indiction of the actual quality of the game itself. Well, releasing Origins didn't help them. They gave us kind of a, a mm-hmm. 2.5 Batman that frankly wasn't great. And we're like, well, yeah, but that wasn't Rocksteady. So when we get this game, it's going to be good. And yeah, maybe and that like, created a bad situation for Rocksteady's completely very, very great game to not be quite as very, very, very great as people wanted. Yeah, that's possible. You know, we're just starting the uh, Game of the Year discussion right now. We're, we're only just talking about nominees over at IGN right now. But I think there are a few games that we can pretty confidently say sure. will not be winning Game of the Year Scoop. 2015. And I think those uh, might include Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5. <laughs> <laughs> or that Godzilla PS4 game. Ooh. Anyone play that one? <laughs> Uh, or that Wii, that hot Wii U exclusive Devil's Third. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> Sad. Devil's Third. Yeah. What a that's what a hot piece of trash that was. Like, are you kidding me? Sorry, yeah. I, I know we're not supposed to. <laughs> sure. Continue. Or, did you even know this is the last one? Did you even know this came out this year? Cubert rebooted. What? Yeah. That was this they year? rebooted Cubert. They did. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, for the 2015 <laughs> audience, finally. That makes me so sad. His Jared, how do you is, feel about that? His nose is just so sadly phallic in this one. It's <laughs> just terrible. It was already like yeah. more than the first. Oh yeah, much more. It's it's awful. Don't don't it just. I mean, it's it's one of those games that's painfully mediocre. You're just like, wow, they could have done something really cool here, and they just chose not to. Sadly wow. phallic is a really good <laughs> phrase. Yeah, good band name. Uh, all right, we're gonna, we're gonna let the audience vote for their current favorite game of the year. We're gonna do it by apl- applause, but so you can only vote once, right? That's how we keep it even. So who at this moment would vote for Metal Gear Solid Five? Mm-hmm. Okay. Who would vote for Witcher Three? Slight, slightly louder than Metal Gear Solid Five. Who would vote for Bloodborne? Wow. I didn't, I didn't want to spike the mic. I, I feel like we're getting louder. Who would vote for Fallout 4? Yeah! yeah. There you go. Wow. I'm not, I'm not sure the trend is going to continue. <laughs> Who would vote for Rise of the Tomb Raider? Okay. <laughs> totally fair. <laughs> totally fair. Doesn't mean it's not an amazing game. Does laughter count as a vote? That was weird. <laughs> Fallout 4 seems to be your choice. I don't think you guys are going to cheer louder for Mario Maker or Batman Arkham Knight, are you? No. <laughs> There you go. Fallout 4, people's choice. Uh, What's next on our agenda here? Again, I want to thank Carl's Jr. and Hardee's. We couldn't have put on this show without them today. Now we're going to, it's time for a raffle. We're going to give away some stuff. Oh. Yeah. Everybody dig out your raffle tickets. We're going to give away a $25 gift card to Carl's Jr. or Hardee's. And we're going to give away a Razer Black Widow Chroma Gaming Keyboard. Yeah. So. Is that good? Do we have the ref? The ref? Here we go. Here we go. Here. Thank you. Okay. Got that small fry. All right, everybody got your raffle tickets here. Jared, Jared, pick out our first raffle winner. Yes, sir. Damon, right. I want to add that any prize won right now also gets the free small fry that I got off my cup. That was, thank you guys. You guys are awesome. People like that more than two minutes. Jared, Jared, what is our winning raffle number? The number is four, four, seven, 
nine, four, four. Really? Oh, you're right in the front of you. That's wow. so convenient. Things took a dark turn at that third four right there. Nine people were so disappointed. Kirsten, where's, where, where is our, our $25 gift card? Mr. Winner, what's your name? Dwayne. Dwayne, where are you from? Berkeley. Berkeley. Woo! Which game did you vote for for your game of the year? But did Splatoon come out this year? It did come out this year. <laughs> Hell yeah, it did. That's fair. That's totally fair. Hell yeah, it did. Yeah. We, we, we could have talked about that, but we didn't. Sure. But yeah, that's a totally fair vote. Enjoy. Enjoy your cholesterol. It's going to be really good. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, okay. Right here. Dwayne also won a free small fries from Brian Altano's cup. <laughs> All right, Brian, you're going to pick our next raffle winner. Do I win a free small fries? Here we go. This is, this is really bad. Are you guys okay? Four, four, seven, nine, seven, nine. Okay, literally everyone. Nobody? No, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> four, four, seven, nine, seven, nine. If you're asleep right now, wake up. Going once, going twice. That's it. All right, Justin. All right, all right. Let's give this another shot. All right, we're gonna do one more. Four, four, seven, nine, one, nine. You also won this losing raffle ticket. <laughs> this is yours. You won this. Mr. Winner, what is your name? I'm Benjamin. Benjamin, what game do you think is game of the year? Metal Gear. Metal Gear, my man, enjoy your chroma keyboard. Thank you. Metal Gear. Metal Gear. Metal Gear, huh? Now, Brian. Hi. I think you had something you wanted to give away. I did, very special. So, okay, this is getting dark. Are you guys ready? This is getting real sad in here. Uh-oh. But, like, but also no. triumphant. It's gonna be good. <laughs> um, who here doesn't have a next-gen console, raise your hand. You don't have an Xbox One or a PS4? Really? Why not? Car tires. Car tires. Right, the nursing, game of school, life. nursing school car tires are the world's two leading problems to keep people from a next-gen console. Now, um, what, what do you... Uh, here we go, it's going to get worse. Who here doesn't have a last-gen console? Who? I mean, like, who, like, didn't even get an Xbox 360? Let's be honest now. Let's leave some room for honesty here. Who in the room doesn't have an Xbox 360? Wow. Wow. Not anymore. No, I don't we mean never you had, had one. one. We never gone. had one. You know, Brian, it is the only way to play Radiant Silver Gun now. It is. Because I have an Xbox 360, and I want to give it away to this audience, but I want to find somebody who just 
is having just the worst weekend. Or, yeah. And I want to make their weekend just a little bit better. And someone who never had an Xbox 360 and would love to play the incredible library of games available on the Xbox 360. Only available on the Xbox 360. It's the only way to play Guardian Heroes unless you've got a Saturn. No, nobody wants it. No one's raising their hand. Brian, you gotta, you gotta pick someone. You must choose. Okay. Choose wisely. If you choose this wrong, does he turn into a skeleton? Yep. He disintegrates before. Nope. That is a terrible. Just throw it. Just throw it out. (laughs) (laughs) Brian, don't throw it. Don't. Don't. Don't do it. Don't throw it. But 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 pick someone. He's reveling in the power. Watch him transform into a despot before our very eyes. There are two games at the back of this box. Can you name one of them? <laughs> oh, I heard it. I heard it. I heard it. What's your here? Somewhere over here. Somewhere over here. I can see why people do Man. raffles. Yeah, I can see why a lot of people are, are going to kill me in the parking yeah. lot. <laughs> Raffle system, sir. Harder, harder to give away an Xbox 360 than I thought it would be. I feel like if we had given away an original like Duke Xbox controller, we would have. Thank you. We'd have, we would have had just as many people ready to kill me right there. That's because a family of four can live inside one. <laughs> They outnumber us, Brian. <laughs> All right, on GameScoop, we like to play this game called Video Game 20 Questions. Sure. But sometimes we also play this other game called Video Game Who Am I? And that's what we're going to play right now. <laughs> you don't have to say a sound. You can just... No, say a sound. Everybody say a sound. No. Okay, so here's how this works. Video game, or who, who am I? You, you assign someone a character and they have to guess who they are with yes okay. or no questions. And there's no like, there's no like 20 question limit. And we're all going to help them decide. Mm-hmm. I've assigned a character to each one of my guests. 
I, we're going to put the character's image up behind them in a moment, so everyone here is going to know who they are except for them. So we can't turn around. Yeah, they just okay. can't turn around. No. So I, nobody shout it out, but they're going to ask us questions, and we're going to say yes or no to help them figure out who they are. Everybody on the same page? Uh-huh. So let's start with Jared's. I am so terrified who of this. Who is Jared? Don't, don't say it. Are we, don't so, say it. Damon, I can't look behind me right now. No, Brian, you can. Justin, Justin and Brian can. Yeah, I can. Oh, all right. Okay, here That's we go. Good. Here we go. It's pretty good. All right, now everyone in this room knows who Jared is except for him. Yeah. So, Jared, you may start asking yes or no questions. Okay. Uh, do I, is it like 20 questions where I only get one final guess? No, you, you can just guess. Okay, is it Dr. Robotnik? No. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> well. It would have been really good. A little bit. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> Is it a human being? Yes. Well, yes. is that true? Yes, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> See, it's hard. Is it a villain? No. Uh, well, it's probably not a villain. Let's say anti-hero. Yeah. Anti-hero. Is this a video game protagonist? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Is this character's origin rooted before January 1st, 1990? Whoa. No. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you asking if his origin story happened before no, 1990? No, did he appear before January 1st, 1990? No. <laughs> Does this character appear before January 1st, 2000 in a video game? Yes. Okay. Yes. Did he make his debut on a home console? No. Did he make his debut on a PC? Yes. I mean, um, why, why would you ask that same question twice? Because <laughs> it could have be been an arcade game. Okay. Yeah. Um, did this, uh, is this character bald? Yes. yes. You're getting there. You're getting <laughs> <laughs> Look how fast he got there. That's Whoa. really fast. How uh, did you do that? See, so this character is a PC character who's bald uh -huh. from 90 to 2000. Yep. Why am I blanking in terror? Is oh, he, come on. Is he, is he, uh, keep is going. He, is he a sharp dresser? No, Justin, you don't need to help him. He's got there really fast. Um, Spoilers. Is this, is this, let's see, Sterling PC with, did uh, Max Payne start on PC? Uh, no, he wasn't, no, he's not bald. No. What I he started with Sorry. Harry, I'm, I keep thinking Hitman guy. Um, is it Hitman guy? Yeah. Uh, okay. Hitman guy. You want to look, <laughs> yeah. turn around. Turn around. 47, right? Turn around, yeah. Oh, there he is. Wow. Yeah. Yes, Jared, you were Hitman guy. Yeah, Agent 47, 47, yeah. right? Yeah. Agent, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Agent cool. 47. Hitman guy. You know, that's like a giant gap in my, my gaming knowledge. You've never played them? No, I, I have a little, but, okay. but not much. Well, I you got there really fast, I think. Yeah, Jared, if you wanted to do that one question, it would have been, is this character me if I only worked out? <laughs> <laughs> and murdered. The reason that I've let myself go, Brian, is I don't think the world could handle a real-life Agent 47. <laughs> There you go. Yep. Also, what threw me off is that he's a clone, so you're like, is he a human? I'm like, I, yeah, I guess he's a clone of a human. Yeah. I'm the original. Yeah. Yeah, he's the original. That's my favorite part of this, Damon, where like, you get these like, non-canonical story beats yeah. that you have to be like, ah, yeah, I guess he's Think part so. robot and yeah. one leg. Also, why did I say Max Payne? He was bald for like three games. That's weird. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know. Yeah. All right, Justin, eyes forward. Let's okay. all see okay, who okay. Justin is. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 
right, Justin. Okay, 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 okay. Um, yeah, okay, I, I'm, these are they're all video game characters, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, am I am I a man? No. Am I a woman? Yes. And well, I'm, well, oh, not a woman, but female. What about to give me? Am I human? No. What? <laughs> I mean, like, kind. Of, well, look okay. over there. Do I have? Do I have? Do I have fur? No. I mean, like, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we don't really know, like, how. Oh goodness gracious! I mean, like, grooming is a very personal. you out of the house? I am, a, I, am a, I am a female video game character that doesn't have any visible fur. Nope. <laughs> Not like, well, yeah, I mean, no, you don't. Yeah, you don't. Uh, am, I, am I from a franchise? Is there yes. multiple? Am I in lots of games? Uh, <laughs> I don't have, I have a, am, I, am I, am I, do people associate me with Nintendo? No. Sony? No. Like, Xbox? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> oh, am I, am I Cortana? Yes! <laughs> Justin, have a look behind you. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. How'd she do that so fast? So not a human, right? No, not no, a human. no, no. Yeah, AI. But female. And not furry. <laughs> Man, you, you're really good at this. You went from like personal body hair preferences yeah. to no, like... No, you're in, you're, in, you're in huge trouble. Oh, I know. Damon always screws me up right here. All right, All right Altano, go. eyes forward. Who is Altano? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so to be fair, I'm used to being laughed at by a large room of people. That's been my upbringing. All right. Um, isn't it... I'm trying to understand the crowd. Uh, is it a... <laughs> get it out of your system. Just get it out. No. Uh, is it a man? Yes. Not a man. Yeah. Uh, it's not, not a, a man, man, but male. Oh, it's a male. It's a male man. <laughs> a young... So it's a young man. Mm. Uh, not sure how old he is. Wait, everyone laughed when I said man, but it's not a young man. It, this is not a man. Not a man. It's not a man. Yeah. No. It's a female. No. no. <laughs> it's a male. It's a male. It is but a, not male, a male, non-human. I... <laughs> it's a male man. No. 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 Is it the mailman from Wind Waker? <laughs> it's a female. No. <laughs> Brian. Brian. Is it an animal? Brian, 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 Brian. Yes. Okay. Is it a star fox? <laughs> no. Oh. That's a really good question. <laughs> <laughs> um... All right, so is it an animal that uh, started in the game? Is it an animal? Yes. Yes. We're there? Okay. Is it an animal that started in the game before 2000? Yes. Uh, is that true? Is that true? I don't it's know. Right on, it's right on. Yes? Yeah. Okay, everyone says yes. yes. Jose says yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Nobody, nobody is helping me right now. Yes. Nobody is helping me. I want to start pulling. Jose says yes. Okay. Uh, I want to, I'm, I'm going to pull an audience question right now. Who has an audience question? No, they no. know. Oh, you're oh, damn it. They know the answer. You're not allowed to. Oh, I'm the only, I'm on my own right now. Okay. Uh, so it's, it's not a male. No, it no, is. It is. <laughs> it's a male animal. It's a male animal. It's a male animal that started before 99. 
2000. 2000. Yeah. Before 2000. Uh, was this a Nintendo-specific male animal? Yes. Originally. Originally. Yes. Yes. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out to the audience. Please do not believe in me. I will fail you utterly right now. Um, shh, don't. Does he hold uh, guns? Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. 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 Yeah, sometimes. Um, he is capable of wielding them. Is he a first party Nintendo character? No. I mean, originally, originally, yes. Originally, so you're in so much trouble. What? What do you mean he's sort of one? No, no, no. We don't need to explain. <laughs> Not anymore. Was he once a first-party Nintendo? Yes. Character? Yes. Wait, who, who, who did Nintendo actually let out of that cage? Ah, but that's the question, isn't it? Um, has he ever fallen in love in a video game? Really? Why? Uh, does he, can somebody help me out? This is the worst. This is, what were, what were the first party Nintendo games of the 90s? Of the 90s. Was he, um, a Super Nintendo game? No. Character? No. Was he an N64 game? Character? Yes. What is his name? Conquer. Yes. yes! <laughs> Brian, have a look up. <laughs> I totally figured. Damn. I totally figured you were going to go back to the fur question and nail this. Yeah. Like. <laughs> wow, that was really man. Thank you guys for putting up with me during that time. It is, it's it's very that, very spooky to play that, this game and that, not know the answer. That hard yeah. period of my life earlier. That was fun. Was. <laughs> so, uh, a listener suggested that on a, a game scoop soon that we play video game Mary Boff Kill. <laughs> So I thought, Mary Boff Kill? Yeah, I thought we'd play that. If you guys would suggest three video game characters, who's number one? Zelda. Zelda. So Z Princess Zelda, who's number two? Quiet. <laughs> number Quiet, I heard Quiet. Princess Zelda, Quiet, and who's number three? Sonic the Hedgehog. So, it's easy. Video game, Mary Boff Kill with Princess Zelda, Quiet, and Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I, I think... Uh, Jared, don't, Jared, don't, be Jared, super weird. don't be super weird. Jared, do me What's a that? huge career favor <laughs> and just maybe take four to ten seconds to think about this for a second. <laughs> I know you want to run headfirst into this thing and be like, well, historically, Sonic would put... Well, he's got rings in the marriage. No, just maybe just... Honestly, this would be... Let's this, just pump the brakes. It would, be, it would be a harder question to answer if he weren't a hedgehog and therefore spiky. There's that. I mean, that right there takes him out of two of the three categories. Uh, as, a, as, a, as an adult that wants to have an adult relationship... I don't think I can get in bed with Sonic. So, um, he's also plus, he's also, an animal. Also, he's Sonic the Hedgehog and screw that guy. So, kill him. Um, like, screw that guy in a good way? No, no. <laughs> no, I, no I, got, I, I, I got no use for, for Sonic. So, uh, Sonic, bye-bye. Yeah. To be fair, um, Sonic will screw you more than most marriages. Uh, <laughs> if you stick around long enough. Yeah, I, no. Uh, Sonic... Kill. Uh, I wanna, and honestly, quiet freaks me out because that would be like going to bed with a plant. Like she's she's 
part like vegetable or something. Yeah. So Spoilers. let's just make that let's just make that once and say that's the boff. And it's, Princess Zelda, it's a one-time I've, thing. I've had a thing for since she was pixelated. So yeah. totally life to, lifetime together. Yeah. 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 That's that that's, the, all, that's the like canonical answer. You make to this valid question. arguments. Yeah, I mean Zelda marrying Zelda makes you a part of the royalty, right? Yeah. So there's that. Yeah, um, but that castle kind of sucks. <laughs> no, like it's like a bad place to live. It's like it's not the best royalty. What? Like you have to stealth your way in every time you show up for dinner. Like it's not great. That's true. So You're going in a different do you, direction. Do you have a different? <laughs> You're marrying Quiet or Sonic? No. Please continue. No, I think he he agrees with Jared. So yeah, do you Jared. have a different order? No, Jared. Jared nailed it. So Brian. All right, so you, you boff quiet. Yeah, obviously. Obviously. Because she's crazy. Not because she's gorgeous. I want to I wanna put that out there. She is very beautiful. But she's also incredibly insane. Mm-hmm. You do not want a plant person around you, like, for the long term. Yeah. No, really. Um, Remember when she ate that guy's mouth? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I think you kill Zelda because I've been saving kill her. Kill Zelda? For- you kill Zelda, I've been saving her for 30 years. Let's just... <laughs> No, seriously, if Zelda starts with, thank you, if Zelda starts with a bunch of people being like, she's dead, and you're like, oh, so I don't have to do anything today? But then the game's But anatomically, that means you're going to procreate with a hedgehog. How do you do that? Hey, you got got to go fast. You're going to marry a hedgehog. Yeah. Okay. So that means I'm going to spend the rest of my life with a hedgehog, which sucks. But it's better than Ganon laughing at me constantly or quiet uh, constantly uh, making uh, fun uh, of me. Uh, uh, uh. Wow. We did. Yeah. And I would also ask Sonic that we could have an open relationship. <laughs> <laughs> because I never want to make love to Sonic. <laughs> it wouldn't take very long. He got, he got to go fast. <laughs> That was like, you know, there was something artistic about all that. Can we do that again? Okay, do you guys want to give us another three let's characters? Let's do one more round. All right, another, who's number one? Samus. Samus. Samus Aaron, number Ooh. two. I heard Wario. I heard Wario. I heard Wario. Number three? Waluigi. Oh. So, Samus, Aaron, Wario, and no! Luigi. Okay, that, that, oh, shoot, am I first? Yeah, again? you go yeah, first. Yeah, okay, so. Jared, again, take yeah. a few seconds yeah. to no, think I, about this. I, this one I've already thought through. Don't worry about it. <laughs> he already thought this. Uh, no. <laughs> All right, so Samus, Samus is the ob- obvious marriage choice. I mean, she's going to... Yes, I don't, I, agree, I feel with, I don't bad. agree with that She's, she's going to be on the road a lot, and I feel yeah. bad about that. We're not going to be together. Yeah. She's Right, I mean, gonna, also, but, like, you can marry someone who's not an insane, ugly man for the rest no, no, of your life. We're, but we're talking That's about... That's the top level. But we're looking at a, a pretty limited field here, and <laughs> yeah, fact is, in, I don't want to spend the rest of my life with somebody as flatulent as, as Wario. Yeah. We're, in, um, we're in real trouble with this Yeah, Because you already no. got that covered yourself. <laughs> Deciding factor, Waluigi is a Camelot character, and I just, yeah, and I, I can't, he's not <laughs> a, a real Nintendo character, <laughs> so I'll suck it up and, and go to bed with Wario. Yeah, you'll Wario, suck it up. Wario one time. I'll, uh... You're gonna buff. You're, you're gonna buff Wario. Yeah, I'm gonna buff Wario. Uh, I'm Where? Gonna, huh? <laughs> 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 
It's me, Wario. You know what? It might be fun. It's it a, might be fun. You know, who knows? Uh, might be fun. <laughs> War, Wario out the window. He's, you know, other than Golden Sun, forget that. Bye-bye. Wario out the, win, out the window yeah. after he had weird, uh, just a bad night with you. Yeah. And, and I try to build a meaningful long-term relationship with uh, Samus, particularly if it's not, you know, other M Samus. That would yeah. be nice. Um, so, yeah. No, I, I think, I think the so. idea of marrying Samus sounds very sad. She'd be on the road all the time. Yeah. Bye, huh? sweetie. I got to fight those space mutants. The I'm baby. stuck at home again. Yeah. The baby. But what about the baby? <laughs> um, so, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about how she really wants a baby. <laughs> if you put it yeah. not. Yeah, okay. So yeah. you're not going to marry Samus. No, so I don't marry Samus, but I will boff Samus. Boff Samus. Um, but now I'm stuck. See, now I'm in real trouble. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, as a father, um, which one? Which one would be the? It's Wario or Waluigi better father material. <laughs> Waluigi. Yeah, Waluigi's not a not just a straight up thief. What is he? I don't know. No one knows. No one knows. No, no one knows what Waluigi's story is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just be the so boss. I marry. I feel like Waluigi. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna co-raise my child with another man, I think Waluigi <laughs> is a better candidate than Wario. <laughs> What do, what's going on? What, what are we doing? Marriage. What are we no. doing up here? No, Waluigi's a broke-ass Wario. He's a, Waluigi's a skinny uncle version of Wario with no money. Yeah, you, but wanna, I, you want that man raising your kid? I don't, want, I don't need a sugar daddy. I gotta go to a tennis tournament today. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brian, would you marry yeah. Wario? Yeah, so I kill Wario and you, marry Waluigi and uh, Bob Sanis. Okay, so, Brian, I would kill Wario during sex. During sex? <laughs> No, okay. Gone girl. Spoilers. <laughs> all right. Can I kill all of them during sex? You want to kill Samus during sex? That's yes. messed up. Yeah. Well, she'd like turn into ball form and slip away. She'd be okay. <laughs> the, the other two would not be okay with that. She just, there's a crevice in the wall. Yeah. Just, the other two would not bomb their way out of that. <laughs> No, but you want Mary Buff kill. Okay, so you marry Samus because she's a provider. And she knows how to take care of you. Thank you. And she knows. Let's not pretend to get heartfelt right now. We're all awful. Uh, and all of you right now, too. Uh, so you marry Samus because she knows how to get things done. She'll take care of you forever. Um, you, you buff Wario because he's got, like, that's a great night out. <laughs> No, like, that's like, that's really like, he's got a ton of money. Yeah. You have a really good time for a night. You guys ball out for a whole night. You go crazy. Waluigi, broke-ass Wario. You kill that dude with a gun in the head on the, in a heartbeat. That guy does not live in any scenario. You're like, oh, he's bad at sex because he's weird and lanky, and he has no money, so he's not good for a long term, and he definitely cannot raise children because he doesn't have a game of his own. You... Ooh. You that's kill him in a thing. heartbeat. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's it. the thing that offended me. Deciding people. factor. So I'm there, there we are. That's what I land on. Marry Samus. Right. Boff Wario. Kill Waluigi. I, I, I'd like we to thank it. all of you for guaranteeing that I will never have gainful employment in pastoral mm -hmm. ministry. <laughs> yeah, no, we're stuck here for life. I have a, I have a big scoop for you guys. Scoop? Uh-huh. I've, I've won a free small soft drink. No purchase necessary. Oh. 
but I'm going to share it with one of you. Damon, I have a free, fr I have a free small fries to go with that. So oh, yeah, I thought you gave that away. Let's make this like oh, a, here just we go. a full This is what, this is what we're going to do. Ready? We're gonna toss this out to the audience, but I have to like fold them up yeah. into a little ball. Who wants a free so small soft drink and a small fry? No purchase necessary. We're doing a Mary Boff, Mary Boff soft drink and fries. Hurl it now while they're vulnerable. Here's one. You can do it. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, I have finished my big gulp, and that means we're at the end of GameScoop today. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> wow. That's how it works every week. Uh, but we're going we're gonna to do a Q&A session with everyone that's been here today. We're going to bring out ah. Fran, Dustin, Jose, and Sean. We're going to do a big Q&A. We've got some microphones down here in the audience, so if you've got questions, you can start forming them in your head and lining them up. But I want to thank everybody for coming out today. I, again, want to thank Carl's Jr. and Hardy's for allowing this event to happen. This has been super fun. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but... IGN turns 20 next year. Cool. You know, that's like a thousand years old in internet years. Yeah. yeah. In like, September, you know how many pets.com's had to die for IGN to turn 20? <laughs> in September, IGN turns 20, and check this out, in June, Gamescoop turns 10. Whoa. So yeah, this show's been going on for 10 years. It's crazy that I, I'm still hosting the show Congrats, after all these years. So like, oh, awesome. thank you all so much for like listening, watching every week. I super appreciate it. I love all you guys. This is like the most fun thing to do in the world. So uh, that's all the scoops we have for you this week. Thank you, Jared. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Brian. My name is Damon. This is IGN Game Soup, and we're out. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.